So in the words to that song, it talks about all of us. Because all of us receive God's grace. So it talks, it sings about being lost. Now, for some people that might be, you've, you know, you don't know where you belong. Maybe you feel alone. Don't know which direction to go. You feel a little bit lost. Where am I? Where do I need to be? It talks about being blind. Maybe that you've never heard the gospel message before. You don't know what grace it means. You don't know or have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Or maybe you do have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe you can't see his goodness right now. You can't experience his grace at this present moment. It talks about being dead. Maybe that's you need refreshment or encouragement this morning. Maybe you feel like you've got nothing to give. In Romans chapter 3 from verse 21. It says, But now a righteousness from God apart from law has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ. To all who believe, there is no difference, for all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. The word grace is mentioned 155 times in the New Testament. I looked that up, I didn't count them by the way. (laughs) A hundred in the letters of Paul's and 24 in the book of Romans. So grace is obviously a word that we really need to unpack, unpack because it's obviously a word that we need to understand. And in the introduction to Romans, it says we need to understand grace to really appreciate the, the letter that Paul writes to the Romans. It basically sums up the gospel message. In the Old Testament, grace comes from the word chest, hopefully that's pronounced correctly, and that means deliverance from your enemy or enablement, daily guidance, forgiveness, and preservation. When we think of grace, we might think about saving grace, but there's more to it than just the saving grace of Christ. Grace is God's love in action. It is about Jesus dying on the cross for us. But then it's poured out continually every day. Grace cannot be earned by good works. It is always a free gift. Grace is every good thing given by God, all our blessings on a daily basis, what we can say thanks for, but also that special grace that comes with faith in Jesus Christ that opens us up to that real connection with God. Grace is God opening the eyes of sinners and illuminating the truth about himself. Grace helps us and is poured out on us daily so we are empowered to serve God. And I'm sure we can all think about, even just in this week, 
I went back to work. I'm a school teacher, so I went back to work this week. It's been hard work. I know nobody's got any sympathy for me because I have 12 weeks holiday, yeah. But it was really hard work going back to work and dealing with people, (laughs) which I pray about every morning, and God's hilarious, I think. He's got a real good sense of humor. So there's been times this week where I've really needed God's grace, and I thank God that he pours it out every day. Your calling is to accept Jesus, and it's a gift of grace every single day. And he helps you to fulfill your ministry or serve God through the gift of grace every single day. So if we go back to Romans chapter 3, verse 23, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we can forget being living perfect lives. We don't have to be perfect. So that might bring a sigh of relief to everybody because God gives you this free gift That verse isn't like there to condemn you. You're sinners, everyone's a sinner. It's not a condemnation verse. It's just a reminder. Like, if you feel like I'm not good enough, we're never going to be good enough. We can't wait till we're good enough to approach God and have a relationship with God because we will wait forever. We're never going to be good enough. Maybe we don't feel worthy or we carry the weight of sin or shame with us. But God knows this. And because of this free gift of grace, he doesn't see that. Verse 24, all are justified by the grace of God. All of us. Justified, to declare innocent. When we say, God, I want to accept you in my life. I have faith that Jesus Christ is my saviour. Please forgive me. Justified, just as if we'd never sinned. That's how God sees us. Right now, if you asked him to come into your life, that's how he'd see see you, as if you'd never, ever sinned. That undeserved gift, that undeserved forgiveness, you'll never earn it. You wouldn't be able to do enough good works to thank God for what he did on the cross, ever. I can think right now of Friday, an incident that happened. I won't go into it because it's not relevant. But the thing is that during Friday, I needed God's grace to forgive people, love people, and work with people. Because first thing on the morning, someone hurt me. But I couldn't let that carry into the day because you can't pray for God to give you opportunities to love people and then say, but not those people, God. (laughs) God doesn't let you do that. (laughs) I did use it as an opportunity to share with somebody else about how funny God was and what a great sense of humor he's got because he gave me the opportunity to love somebody that was harder to love. Because obviously, if you're hanging out with your friends or the people you do breakfast club with, it's really easy to love them people. But it's harder to love people that have hurt you. But God does that to us. God loves us. And he doesn't see that we've hurt him. He doesn't see that we've turned away from him. His free gift of grace is, I love you anyway. You don't deserve it, but I love you. He just looks at you and loves you and gives you the forgiveness. Verse 25, God presented Jesus as a sacrifice of atonement. 
So Jesus paid the price for our sins so we could find a way. Jesus paid the price for our sins. That means that we can have a relationship with God. He made a way. He can take us to the Father. There's no debt anymore. We don't have to, you know, do certain things, make certain sacrifices. There's a way for us to connect with God on a personal relationship. Just think about that. You have a personal relationship. You can connect with God this morning, right now, every day, whenever you need it. Even when you didn't deserve it, God sent his son, Jesus, to pay for our sins. You've been given the gift of forgiveness. We can approach God. We're always going to fall short. Maybe we'll always feel like we don't deserve it. But we can approach God in faith, accept that forgiveness. In Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 3, it says, Praise be to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. God chose us. Before we were even born, he thought about that. And as our life goes on, we have free will, so we make decisions. But God still chose us, and he knew, and he lets us make those decisions. But he always puts other decisions in our way so that we can find our way back to to God and to him. Isn't that amazing? You're never going to miss out on God's grace. You're never going to miss out on God's will. You're never going to miss out on God's blessings. Because even if you choose the wrong path, God's going to make sure you get back to him. Because you're chosen. God wants to talk to you. God wants to have a relationship with you. And I believe that even today, he is ministering and will continue to minister to people. Maybe he's been speaking to you through this week. Maybe he's been speaking to you through the worship this morning. Maybe it's the first time. Maybe he wants you to make a decision for the first time. Maybe you've made a decision and you've been coming, but maybe he wants to give you that grace again this morning as you go into another week. Verse 6 says, To the praise of his glorious grace. He's freely given us in the one he loves. When he gave his only son, 
he was giving us his grace. It's good to know that grace is not a one-off gift. Grace is with us and ever-present. Grace is ready to pour out into our life. It's where we live. In Romans 5, verse 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand. We stand in grace, so that means that we can be connected to God. We have been given grace so we can accept it. We've been given forgiveness so we can accept it. God pours out his unconditional love continually so we can accept it. You can accept yourself as a child of God and accept the love that God has to offer. But let's not take it for granted. It's so easy to think about, I've got grace or God's going to keep giving it to us. But we need to Just really appreciate that. Make sure that we're continually pouring out to God. Not because of what he's done, but because of who he is. He's our father, he's our creator. He loves us unconditionally. He is love, he is light. If we go back to... The verse I read right at the beginning, Romans 1, verse 5, which I've now chucked on the floor. It says, Through him we received grace and apostleship to call all to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. In other words, God has freely given us his forgiveness. And the power to do a calling and fulfill a role. I accept by faith for his name's sake. So the reason God has given us his grace and allows us to be in a relationship with him and continually pours out that grace day after day after day is because he wants Jesus' name to be known, Jesus' name to be loved, Jesus' name to be treasured, Jesus' name to be exalted and Jesus' name to be glorified. And we need to make sure that our life and our life song does that every day. It makes Jesus' name known. So we take the opportunities to tell people about Jesus when people ask those questions, why are you all so happy? How come things don't faze you? How come you look like you live in peace? Tell them that it's because of God's grace, because of Jesus. Every day, take time to adore God, to adore Jesus. Don't take that grace for granted. Make sure that you appreciate that every day, pouring out your heart to Jesus. And making sure you you take those opportunities that are presented to you to show God that you love him by loving others.
treasure it. You know, and Elijah talked about it last week, glorifying God every single day, making the time to do that. What can you do to make sure that you make time to glorify God, to treasure that precious time? We make time for relationships that are important to us. Exalted and glorified. Always point people to God's grace. Always point people to Jesus. God has freely given us forgiveness and the power to do a calling and fulfill a role that I accept by faith for his name's sake. Grace poured out to us every day. Because of grace, we can connect with God. I just want to give space for people to respond to that. I'm just going to ask if the worship band come back up. And I believe that there's probably going to be different responses. So as the worship band leaders in worship... You might take the opportunity to go to the back and take communion. Spend time with God in in communion. That might be your response. Or maybe this is the first time you're hearing the gospel message and, and you need to accept Jesus into your life. And you need to say, I want that grace. Or maybe you just feeling a bit lost or a bit blind or you just need a bit of refreshment or encouragement and you just need God's grace this morning.